Hello, and welcome to That Fangirl Life, the platform that champions female fans, with me, your host, Laurel. This week, we're chatting about longtime pop rock band All Time Low with Charlie McDonald. Listeners, we discuss why going to multiple shows of the same artist is okay, what it's like to meet your idols and the lengths Charlie has gone to, as well as what Charlie hopes for in the future for All Time Low and who her dream collab with the band would be. Hello everybody, it is Laurel back again for another episode of That Fangirl Life. This week we are talking about the band All Time Low and I am joined by Charlie. Hi. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself um, a little bit to the listeners? Yeah, uh, so I'm Charlie, I'm 21 and I'm from Oxford. I start every episode with the same question that I'm sure everyone has a very similar answer to really now. And that is, what does the word fangirl mean to you? Uh, the word fangirl kind of, I would say, means not just listening to a band and kind of like just being more involved in everything that they do and kind of the community that comes with it. Because I've made a lot of friends through my like fangirl life, I suppose. And I thank being a fangirl for a lot of my friends so it's definitely that how did you first come across them because obviously they're a US based band it's the same when I talk about to our US guests or overseas guests about finding out about One Direction how were you first introduced to All Time Life so I have my best friend to thank for this Um, I'm not quite sure how he found them but um, he's been he'd been telling me to listen to them for like the longest time we were in school and he'd been telling me to listen to them for so so long and I just never did because I just had so many other people that I listened to and I was like oh I don't need another band this one day I went back home after school and I got up my tablet and went on Spotify and I just searched them up and just chose one of their albums which was nothing personal and just shuffled it and just listen just started listening to them and just kind of fell in love with them and really liked their music and stuff and it was Lost in Stereo was the first song that I heard and that's why I always go so hard to that song all the gigs I go to of theirs because it was the first song I ever heard of theirs so yeah. Um, Would you say that at the time you were kind of into this uh, similar kind of music as such because obviously I would say like I put on like a couple of their songs today and it reminded me kind of like a little bit like busted like when they were a bit heavier than busted though um so were you kind of listening to that similar kind of music or was this like your first introduction to kind of that genre no it was it was definitely my first kind of introduction to it because what I'd listened to before was like JLS One Direction that sort of vibe so it was like the first one was it instant like yes like I really like this band or did you find that it was over time it kind of progressed I think it was pretty much instant just because I love that album so much like still to this day it's one of my favorite albums probably my favorite and I just love just all the songs on the album and yeah it was pretty instant I think what was it about them that you were like yes I don't know I think it was just the style that they had just because it was kind of new to me because all the other kind of ones that I was listening to, listening to were very like poppy. And this is kind of like 
different and I think that's what I liked about it. How old were you when you were like introduced to them? Um, I think 14 maybe. Okay. I think it was about that, yeah. So would you say at that time that you were known amongst your friends of being like a fangirl as such of like other bands or was it? Yeah. (laughs) I definitely was. (laughs) Um, Obviously at that age it's kind of like I know from just being in the UK as well um did you find it that you had to kind of keep it a bit more toned down than what you would be like at home as such or did you have other friends that were like on the same level as you uh I definitely had other friends that were on the same level specifically my best friend uh so we kind of just were like that anyway but I did tone it down a little bit because a lot of my other friends weren't in that kind of thing but I was kind of known in school for liking certain bands like One Direction. So it wasn't really a surprise to people. So you decided to, you wanted to follow them on tour as such? Like, yeah, that... kind of. We, um... How did that kind of come about? Because I spoke to Ruth, um, who people have heard in last week's episode, and obviously she followed Harry Styles pretty much on tour obviously that's a big commitment so like what made you kind of decide oh yeah this is something I want to do uh I think it's just because we me and my best friend like we'd seen them quite a few times before like previous to this and uh, but we'd only seen them like one date of their tour and we at the time we just thought well we're gonna go to pretty much I think it wasn't like a big tour it was only like a five date tour um, and we did, or it was four, I think it was four dates actually. And we went to three of them. So we did, couldn't quite make it to one because I, I can't remember where it was, but we couldn't quite make it to that one. But um, we did three of them. And I think it was just because we'd gained a lot of friends as well through All Time Low and other bands as well. And everyone was kind of just doing every date. And we were all just like, yeah, let's do it. So we all decided to do pretty much I think some of us did only like two dates or one date but um most of us did like all of them and <laughs> uh, we also got meet and greet for a couple of those dates as well and we just decided to do that and um on the topic of following on tour we've decided to do it this year as well <laughs> we're going to we are actually going to the entire tour this year they're going on tour in September and we are going to all five dates of their tour <laughs> so that's just UK based yeah, yeah yeah how old were you when you first of all when you did the first tour uh 18 18 what did your parents 18, yeah what did your parents like think at the time because I know like even now at the grand old age of 32 my mum would turn around to me and be like you're fucking insane like why are you following a person around on tour like what, yeah. you're not like a groupie from the 70s like what is going on <laughs> To be honest, I don't think my mum was like too surprised because I had done a lot of things with Autumn previous to that as well. And she was just a bit like, Charlie, you're crazy. Why why do you need to go to more than one date of their tour? And I just said, well, every date is different, really. It might be the same set, but it's still different. Yeah. And we want to go to all of them. <laughs> so, and the rest of my family were, again, they were just like, you're crazy, but also not crazy because they knew I'd done other things for Tamla as well and they knew how many times I'd like met them 
and they were just like my auntie kind of she kind of understood a bit more because she was the same as me like she really likes the band stereophonics and she's like the same with them like if she could like if she was my age with them now she would follow them on tour and stuff like that so she understood a little bit more she still finds me slightly crazy but um she understands a lot more than like my mum and stuff yeah it's such a weird thing that like obviously I say on every episode that like people wouldn't think of it any different if you were going to follow a football team as such like and go watch them play like away games or go to I don't know like if they were playing oh, I don't even know really football like Champions League or something like that overseas yeah. like people wouldn't think they'd be like oh yeah like that's great like get a nice little holiday out of it and stuff like that whereas I think it, when it comes to going to see like bands or musicians that you're a fan of people are like a bit like oh like why why are you like going traveling all the way over there when you can see them here or you saw them yeah, here like five, the week before like why you got to follow yeah. them it's it's very difficult line to cross that people are hesitant because they think of it as being like hysterical screaming girls who are a little bit not insane in their brain like that kind of aspect because at the end of the day it is it's almost like was it is an obsession as such but because it's about a person I think people are hesitant in regards to it or like a group of people instead of like a football team because the people in the team change continuously. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas a band, obviously, they stay the same. They stay, yeah. My mum used to say to me that she used to be like, well, you've already seen them once. I'm like, yeah, but that was like last year. I need to see them again. She's like, yeah, but why? I'm like, well, it's different tour, isn't it? <laughs> different tour, different things. And she just still thinks that I'm absolutely crazy for doing any dates of any tour. <laughs> um what would you say has been your best memory of seeing them on tour there's a lot of memories um I would say probably from that tour that we went to a few dates of uh we camped out well not camped out we queued really early we I think we got down there at like five o'clock in the morning and we got front row for that gig uh so that was like the first front row all-time low show that we'd got to and me and my best friend have been saying for so long that we wanted to be front row at an all-time low show we finally did it and it was just an amazing thing and we also had meet and greet that day as well so that was good um because we hadn't seen them for a while so getting to see them that was good as well so I would say definitely say that one one of the questions that someone sent in is um what is it like to meet your idols as such like I know you mentioned as well that you've met like Nahoran and some other artists as well um what is it like when you've met them because Ruth told a great story in last week's episode of when she met <laughs> One Direction so what is it what is your perspective on it when you've met them? It was the first time I met them was definitely just crazy it was I'd actually won a place in this meet and greet on they had they have this thing called hustlers membership and you they don't do this I don't think they do this anymore but back then they did and you just like kind of put your name in and they randomly select people and then they've just published the list for the day and you just kind of go on it see if your name's on it and I remember my best friend ringing me and he never rings me so I was like oh my god something's wrong he was like Charlie we've got it we've got it and I was like got what 
and um, he was like got all time low meet and greet and I was like no way and I couldn't believe it just like seeing my name on the list I was like oh my god because the only times we'd met them before that was um at like sign-ins so sign-ins are like obviously different vibe um to an actual meet and greet because we actually got to like hug them and talk to them and that was really great and Jack actually wrote out a tattoo for me which I it took me like two years but I finally got it and that was just really special to me and that's why that meet and greet was just so good I'd actually met them like the met Jack and Ryan the day before as well because I went to Radio 1 and they were on they were on Radio 1 and me and my friends went there and we're at the like barrier thing and we met them as well there and I was like see you tomorrow and I turned up to the meet and greet they were like oh my god <laughs> I've met them obviously since then and a number of times since then but every time kind of feels like the first time and it's still crazy to me that I can like be in the same room as them or just like hug them and talk to them and it's just crazy that you go from like liking their music and listening to their music at home and then being with them and talking to them and actually like saying what you want to say to them it's just so crazy I'll never get over it I don't think (laughs) in regards to obviously there's kind of like a bit of another stigma around obviously even within fandoms so you mentioned that you like went to radio one and waited outside um some people could perceive this is not me this is just me gathering when I do my research I think you might know where this might be going (laughs) some people can perceive that to be a bit stalkerish and a bit OTT obsessive um yeah do you see it in that way um if so why do you do it if not how do you explain it to people who don't get it that it's not I mean I don't I don't think it is personally just because just because so many people do it it's kind of like I I suppose if it was only like a few people doing it then yes maybe it would be a bit stalkery but I think that the band the bands kind of like expect it especially at like radio one or something mm-hmm. they kind of expect it and it's kind of normal to them to see us and they were willing to meet us of course like it wouldn't have really mattered if they'd have gone like been like see you later because uh, they definitely could have done that because they had a show they had to go somewhere I'm sure they had the first show of the tour which is in like Norwich or something so they had to go really but they still met us and everything I don't think going go into things like radio one and that is too stalkerish I mean no but I have done I have done it myself and actually gone to their hotel and sometimes I do think that is slightly stalkerish and it's the only time I've ever done it and to be honest I don't know why we did it (laughs) but we had nothing to do that day Uh, we were actually um going to their sign all time low signing we had nothing to do during the day and my best friend this is this is so funny she saw Jack's Snapchat and she recognized the she'd been in the hotel and she recognized uh the table that his drink was sat on and she was like I know what hotel they're staying in and I was like just from his Snapchat and she was like yes I know where they're staying and we were all kind of like shall we go shall we not go should we what should we do and we did go and Jack was actually stood there having a cigarette and we were like, oh, is this a bad idea or is this not a bad idea? And we met him and everything there. And then Alex came out and we met him. And, but we were like sat there like the whole day. But I don't think like they, we were like the only ones there. I think there was like maybe like 10 of us. And 
they kind of were like laughing about it and it was just kind of funny because Zach actually walked past us a number of times and we were like Zach can we get a picture and he was like oh I just need to go in for a shower and he went in back into his hotel and he said that he would come back down he never came back down (laughs) and when he did come back down he went in the car to go to the signing so we all we all have this running joke that Zach just takes really long showers because he never came (laughs) back down after his shower (laughs) someone also asked like I got asked this as well when we did our my episode what's the craziest thing you've done as a fangirl would you say that's probably it or is there something else that tops it I would probably say that that is it although there is another time I think uh, about when I went to the airport for Nal Horan. Yes. And that, I kind of forget that that happened, but also I never forget it because that was kind of crazy as well because I'd never done anything like that before. And uh, it was only the second time I was like queuing for a gig as well. And the people I was with were like, Nal's flight is coming in to... Um, london right now shall we go to the airport and i was like isn't that a bit crazy should we go to the airport like i don't know should we and they were like yes let's go to the airport it was for his um flicker sessions tour that he did at shepherd's bush and we went to the airport got the tube to the airport and everything and found out where he was and everything and he he didn't like stop to meet anyone but he was there and he was like right in front of me and he spoke to us and said that he was sorry that he couldn't uh like stop or anything but he left and that probably is the craziest thing that I've ever done probably do you um think that you would like ever grow out of that phase as such I don't know maybe I kind of think maybe one day I won't be so crazy and go to all these, go to like multiple shows of the tour and go to like the hotel. I mean, I haven't done it again since that day, but, um, and things like that probably, but not for a long time, I don't think. But I probably should tone it down a little bit with the gigs that I go to because I do go to quite a lot. (laughs) And my boyfriend tells me that maybe I shouldn't spend all my money on concert tickets and try and save for a house <laughs> oh who needs a house when you've got fun though like like that um, well exactly <laughs> well obviously I don't know how much you put online in regards to when you go and um like meet them and when you've like camped out and stuff like that how if you do have you had any like backlash in regards to it and if so how have you dealt in regards to that I don't think I have, you know, I don't, I I do put a lot on social media and stuff, like on my Twitter, my Twitter is basically just fangirl central, to be honest, and I do kind of always tweet when I'm like going to gigs and stuff, I don't, I don't think I have had backlash with what I've done necessarily, I've had like arguments within friendship groups of like the band, you know, like yeah I'm quite like a dramatic person so when somebody says something about me or about one of my friends I will go off and I will fight my corner (laughs) and people my friend my other friends always tell me off for for it because they're like Charlie you should just just 
ignore it just don't put it on social media I'm like yeah but I gotta do it (laughs) so I have had a few arguments like within friendship groups but not necessarily about like the band or like anything to do with the band I'm gonna move on to a little quick fire round um so we will Mm -hmm. start off nice and easy to begin with your favorite song I knew you were gonna ask me this question and I was just like what do I even say um I'm gonna go for like my favorite song like right now like my favorite song always changes but my favorite song right now is from their new album Wake Up Sunshine it is Summer Days because I can't wait to hear it live good one favorite album nothing personal because it was the first album I listened to of theirs okay and then on the flip side worst song oh gosh I don't know I don't know why but canals just came to my head I just don't listen to that song enough and my friend is my friends are probably going to be like oh my god why did you say that uh but it just came in my head so quick fire around that's that's what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) and then worst album oh um my friends are all gonna hate me but I'm gonna say put up or shut up because it's like the shortest one and I just don't love all the songs on the album but there we go (laughs) um favorite member Jack Barracat, of course. I have his writing tattooed on my arm forever. <laughs> who would be your dream collab if they had to do one with someone? Who would it be? My friends are all going to hate me for saying it because I don't really, like, I do like them still, but I kind of don't. But we, I think everybody has always said it, but five seconds of summer because they're the same kind of, like, vibe. And my friends are all going to be like, Charlie, seriously, why have you said that? Out of everybody, why have you said them? But I think that their music just goes together and doing a song together, it would be a great song. Best era? I would probably say the current one, Wake Up Sunshine. Okay, and then best music video? Oh, gosh. Um, Probably time bomb and then the last one has for it is your favorite singular memory from seeing them on tour that's a hard one um i know when they performed cinderblock garden for the first time oh my god i can't believe i didn't say that for my favorite song that is like my favorite song (laughs) um (laughs) they when they played it for the first time on tour i there's a video of me and my best friend because I was crying because it is like my favorite song and it's the lyrics that I've got tattooed on me and just when they played it for the first time and I still cry every time they play it so before all time low who would you say you were a big fan of definitely JLS JLS were definitely my like bands that I loved because they were like the first proper bands that I became a fangirl for I suppose and when they announced that they were breaking up I actually cried and everybody in school they were like making fun of me and everything but I it was kind of just known in my year at school that I loved JLS and I loved One Direction so it was definitely both of those. (laughs) Yeah you you liked the bands from the X Factor then. (laughs) Yeah basically but the funny thing is I didn't watch the x factor and i don't watch the x factor i just don't i don't like the x factor and i never watch it and i didn't 
watch either of the bands on the X Factor. Yeah. Um, all I can think about is that one of my friends she used to be obsessed with Marvin. Like she had a pillow <laughs> with his face, like a pillowcase with his face on really? it. Really? Yeah. That's all. That's Brilliant. all that's just popped into my mind. I definitely, I definitely had JLS bed sheets. Like that was a thing, and I definitely one hundred percent had at least two different One Direction bed sheets as well. When I first got with my boyfriend, I am I am sure that I still had One Direction bed sheets on my bed, and we slept in my bed with One Direction bed sheets. I had my Nahoran cardboard cutout as well, and he absolutely hated it. He used to come over and put his jacket over Niall's face because he just couldn't. He just didn't like it. Deal with it. <laughs> just another man <laughs> standing in the corner. Did you or do you still ever feel like non fangirls? judgy for being a fangirl yourself I think so kind of I don't really honestly I don't really know many people who aren't fangirls as such but there's definitely some of my family members who judge me very hard (laughs) and don't kind of they, they just think I'm crazy or whatever and the amount of times I have to explain just everything just anything to them and they still they're still like no I just still don't understand it how do you kind of like compartmentalize really it because obviously it's technically like it is a part of your personality and I know myself for ages that I kind of held back on it and I do find myself try still doing that especially like online like obviously you've got social media and do YouTube and stuff as well do you find that you went full in with showing that side of you or did you kind of rein it in a little bit? I think I definitely just went full in doing it just because of how I am like on social media and stuff with it and I don't obviously hide any of it. I just kind of think that, like you say, it's a personality trait of mine and if I'm with anyone and an Ahoran song is plays, I'm going to sing along. And I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to dance. I'm going to sing. I don't care. (laughs) Since the pandemic, obviously, there's been, like, a shift in more, like, openness towards, like, fangirls and community. I don't know, obviously, whether or not it's just my eyes have been more open to it because I've been more receptive of myself um, in regards to showing that side of my personality online. Um, But I don't know if you've seen that also or it's just me. Yeah, no yeah I kind of I get what you mean yeah I think it is I think it's just because everybody has kind of just learned new things just it's the whole thing has just been learning something new like every week or every day even and I think and people have gained things that they didn't have before the pandemic and stuff and I just think everybody is more open-minded towards everything now I've seen like people being like yeah like moving like I didn't move back home but like people that of that I follow on like Twitter or um, Instagram been like yeah I've moved back home and um I've regressed like five years and I'm now back in my One Direction phase in my bedroom yeah also I pr- it probably didn't help that it was 10 year anniversary last year so oh yeah there was definitely. a lot of like uh, buzz about that as well so that yeah. probably didn't help either but it's just so funny that people are just like oh yeah like where I am fully back to how I was like as a teenager embracing this which is weird because obviously you don't have that connection anymore because there's no live gigs to go to and see them so no exactly yeah no I feel like that I definitely regressed back to 
my kind of like first when I first started liking Five Seconds of Summer, like I put on their old album, like their first album the other day. And I was just thinking, I was listening to it in the kitchen whilst I was doing the dishes and my boyfriend's brother came in and I was like, I don't listen to this normally. I've just put it on because, you know, I just just memories. Like this isn't what I listen to all the time, I promise. <laughs> because I was going so hard and I was like, oh my God, Charlie, what is going on? I don't even know why. I did it and then I was just like looking at pictures and stuff like back from like 2014 and I was like I was so tragic but also they're some of my best memories that I have. What has being a fangirl brought to your life? Definitely friendship because pretty much all of my friends are online and I've kind of gained them through liking one band or another and they're just some of my best friends like obviously when I first met them they were my internet friends but now they're just they're not even that anymore they are just my friends and I have such a big friendship group but when we get all together at like an all-time low gig or whatever it's just the best thing because we're all all there together seeing our favorite band live but then also all just being together and if it wasn't for that band then we wouldn't be friends or we wouldn't know each other and that's crazy to me on a like different tangent from that obviously because technically you met them online do you find that people find that weird when you're like yeah I'm just gonna meet some people like I'm who are you going with and they're like oh someone I've just met online oh have you met them before no that's honestly Um, just like normal to me now like just because of how many friends I have and stuff that when somebody says that to me I'm like oh that's that's really cool like I rate that yeah I think it is I think unless you're like proper in deep into like either a fandom or doing stuff on social media like inst- like content creation I don't think yeah. people really get it because they're a bit like oh no like, they don't you've, you've never met them in real life like why are you gonna go like meet someone that you don't really know and it's like but I know them and I know like they're not gonna kidnap me as such yeah I think that's I think where everyone's brain goes <laughs> yeah I think it's because from ever since we were young like people have always said like don't speak to people on the internet they could be pretending to be someone they're not or like and stuff like that and that's definitely what stopped me before but then I met people online and I was like but I know them like I FaceTime them and things like that like I do know them yeah so you saying to me that they're gonna like kidnap you or something like that's not gonna happen (laughs) because I know them I've been speaking to them for like a year or whatever and just because I haven't met them before doesn't mean they're pretending to be whoever it is yeah what in essence has being a fangirl taught you as a person well I suppose it's just kind of taught me just to like be myself like if that makes sense just kind of it doesn't matter like what anyone else thinks just because you don't you don't know another person and they might like the same things as you or whatever and then obviously you start talking or whatever but if you were to like hide it then you're never going to know that that other person likes the same things as you or whatever and it's just kind of taught me as well that people online can be your best friends and you don't have to meet them whatever but when you do it's like the best thing and not to judge anyone and then nobody's going to judge me if someone's listening and they want to get into all-time low what would you say would be the best first song to start them on there all-time line journey there I would say from their newer album 
because I think that's just the direction they're going in now because their older stuff is a lot not a lot different but a little bit different to what they've done now and I would probably say Wake Up Sunshine which is the title track of the album because that kind of just like sets it up and then just like the rest of the album the rest of the album is amazing too. What do you hope to see in the future for All Time Low? Like what do you what would be like your dream thing from them? I mean they have done like festivals and things before but I would like to see them at like like personally I would like to see them at a big festival like Reading Festival or whatever. And they have done Reading before, but um, they haven't done it for a while. So, like, I have seen, I, d- I did go to Slam Dunk Festival a couple of years ago, and like, that was great. And the atmosphere was amazing, but I've never been to like an actual like festival. And I think seeing All Time Low there would just be like the best thing. Thanks so much to Charlie for joining me this week. If you want to find out more about Charlie and this episode, head over to our Instagram page at That Fangirl Life Podcast. And remember, if you're enjoying the podcast, please do give us a follow and leave a review. It really helps others find the show. And join me next week where we're going to be finally talking about K-pop with Shay.